Amen. I, yeah, this thing's sitting a little too low here for me. Amen. I already be up on my feet. Amen. Hallelujah. Here we go. Amen. First Samuel chapter 30. When you get there, please go with me uh, to verse 6. We're going to move down to verse 6. We were here last week and we spoke on the subject of I shall recover all. I shall recover all. We're going to continue here uh, today and the next Sunday we're going to have Mother's Day. And then the, the week after that, for the next four weeks, the Lord is going to have me to minister on the promise. Somebody say the promise. He told, the, Jesus Christ told the disciples to go wait for the promise of the Father. Amen. There you go, brother. I was thinking about that. Amen. And somebody did it, man, need a pillow. I'm good right there. What is he going to do, brother? I got a pillow. To, oh, gosh. Ah, I done went to heaven. Amen. <laughs> Praise God. We <laughs> get up here. And lots. I don't know how long I'm going to stay here. Girl. If y'all see me now, y'all say something to the preacher. <laughs> amen. Amen. Um, but I just wanted to say in, in a couple of weeks, we're going to be uh, moving uh, because I believe that the most important thing, and I'm going to proclaim it every year, is uh, about the spirit of the living God, that how we got to be empowered. And everything that God is going to do through, through us is going to be by way of the Holy Spirit. We need the, the mind of Christ. It comes through the spirit of God. And so we're going to be dealing with this promise because if God has made a promise unto us, amen, we should all experience that promise, amen, and see the fullness of that promise manifesting in our lives every day, every day, amen. So are we at 1 Samuel chapter 30? We're going to, uh, we're going to pick up at verse 6. I'm going to read through verse 8, and it says, And David was greatly distressed, for the people spake of stoning him, because the soul of all the people was grieved, every man for his sons and for his daughters. But David encouraged himself in the Lord his God. Verse 7, And David said to Abathah, the priest, Ahimelech's son, I pray thee, bring me hither the ephah. And Abathah brought thither the ephah to David. Verse 8, and David inquired at the Lord, saying, shall I pursue after this troop? Shall I overtake them? And he answered him, pursue, for thou shalt what? Surely overtake them, and without fail do what? Recover all. So last week we dealt with the subject of I shall recover all. Today I want to deal with I shall inquire of the Lord. I shall inquire of the Lord. I believe that his inquiring of the Lord was so important. The subtitle I want to have today is the tale of two kings. The tale of two kings. And you, you must understand um, that in your life that, that, that you, you know, you can look and say there's a tale of two Eric's. Amen. There's an Eric that's going to follow the king of kings and the Lord of lords. And then there's another king that we can follow. Amen. But I thank God when uh, I think it was uh, Paul when he came over there in, into the city. Uh, the Bible says that, that there are some people that have come said that there is another king, amen, and he turned the world upside down, amen, the city and the world upside down. That king that we want to follow, his name is King Jesus. But we are all, the Bible says that Jesus Christ is the king of kings and the Lord of lords. But we're going to talk about this tale of two kings, I shall inquire of the Lord. The two kings, is no one is King David and King Saul. These were two kings, and, and, and they both had the same enemy. The enemy was the Philistines. The enemy that were against the children of Israel were the Philistines. And we're going to see here that, that, that one of these kings could pray and inquire of the Lord, and the Lord will answer him, and another one of those kings will inquire of the Lord, and the Lord will not answer him. You hear what I'm saying? 
And we need to know what's the difference there. How can I be someone, amen, that what I call not uh, 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 not straight line prayers, but I want to have prayers that connect to God, amen. I want to know that when I pray, amen, that God is hearing me, amen. So, uh, number one, I must know that I shall, I, I, I got to inquire of the Lord, amen, if I'm going to have victory in my life. If I'm going to recover on, there was three things that we picked up uh, last week. The first thing we found in verse 6 was, it says, but David, the last thing in verse 6, but David encouraged himself in the Lord, his God. And we said, so if we are going to recover all, the first thing we must know how to do is to encourage ourselves in the Lord. Because one thing I've seen here, there was no one else that was encouraging David in the predicament. Matter of fact, the people that was down with him was all of a sudden against him. And they said, brother, if something don't turn around, we're going to stone you because you the one led us in this predicament. Amen. Praise God. And I, I dealt with this as last week, like men, as we being leaders. Amen. But you, you, you would hate for your family to raise up all of them look at you and say, man, we get ready to stone you, man. What you done did, man. You done moved us. You, you, you done made a decision that has taken us into a place, amen, that we got to recover all now. And so the second thing that we seen last week that, that David sought uh, 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 godly counsel, a uh, godly assistance. Verse 7, and David said to Abathar, the priest, Ahimelech's son, I pray thee, bring me hither the ephod. Now this ephod, I didn't get into much of this last week, but this ephod is a garment. Uh, it's very much like what you got on there, Sister Kim. It's, it's, it's really have a, it's a shoulder piece, but it's a garment. Uh, but over that garment is the, the breastplate that's is put there and all the different uh, uh, um, stones that represent each one of the tribes of, of Israel. And so you, you see here that David inquired uh, of the Lord or he asked that he established godly uh, um, uh, counsel. The Bible says in the multitude of counsel that there is what? Safety. And there is wisdom. Amen. And, and, and that's how David was. You, you could go all through David's life and you can find, and, and even when he got outside of God, although he didn't look for the counsel, the counsel came to him. Amen. You remember when Nathan the prophet, when he got out there and started inquiring of the Lord and started doing his own self? Because one thing he did not ask God was, can I have Bathsheba? Amen. But Bathsheba looked good to him. You hear what I'm saying? And he, he, and he decided to do that on his own strength. I'm going to go get Bathsheba for myself. And you know, he did had, to, had her husband killed. Matter of fact, I was reading that this morning. He, he tried to convince the man to come back from war, to sleep with his wife, because he done, in, in, in our terms, knocked her up. Amen. She was pregnant. Amen. You need to read that David, boy. He was something else. Uh, uh, but the Bible says that uh, he was a man after God's own heart. Amen. Uh, uh, and I looked at that, and that was uh, Samuel said that. We're going to find a, a man that's after God's own heart. Uh, after Saul, King Saul, done what he done. So we're talking about today, I shall inquire of the Lord, a tale of two kings here. But David was someone that always sought the Lord. We brought out last week that how he went down to the king of Gath and he asked the king, he said, look, can you uh, uh, take care of my parents, my brother, my family, amen, to I find out what the Lord would want me to do. This is when he was on the run from uh, King Saul, his father-in-law. He was on the run from him. And I'm here to tell that even when we get into things of the Lord, uh, there's a real enemy out there and he wants to take us out. Amen. And the Philistines, they're going to be representative of that enemy because the same enemy that King Saul had to deal with was the same enemy that King David had to deal with. And the enemy that we deal with today is called the devil. Amen. Uh, that's, that's his name. He's the adversary of the brethren. Amen. He's, the, he, he's all of those. Things. He's a liar. He's the father of all lies. Amen. He is the devil. And this is our adversary. And I'm 
here to tell you he don't give up even when you're in the hole or even when you're sitting on your throne, the king of all of Israel. You know what I'm saying? And we're going to see this in the scripture today as we move forward here. But David sought godly in, in, uh, 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 assistance. Uh, we seen down there when um, the prophet Gad, he saw the prophet Gad told him, get out of the hole. <laughs> get out of the hole. He went over to Ahimelech. Ahimelech was Abathar's father. And he went over to Ahimelech. He says, give me something to eat. Amen. Uh, uh, give me a weapon of war. Uh, uh, and Ahimelech gave all those things, even though he feared David because David was by himself. He knew something was wrong. And David told the old lie. Amen. <laughs> David had a little line streak in him too. Amen. But is it, boy, you, you look at David like you said, God, I thank you that you're so graceful and merciful to David because I can see myself. Amen. In David. Amen. Yeah. David, <laughs> yeah, David had a little streak in him, man. There was something uh, uh, that was a little off with David. If you examine your own life, there's something a little off on all of us. Uh, I know I ain't going to get no shots on that. <laughs> all you got to do is just, just get by yourself for a long enough time. You'll see that that's why I say it's not good for man to be alone. That's man and woman. Amen. That's mankind. Can I get an amen? <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise God. So we see here that uh, the, the most important thing I believe that David did is David inquired of the Lord. Verse 8. At the Lord. He said he acquired at the Lord and saying, shall I? See, that's the question. Shall I? Shall I? Shall I do this, Lord? Shall I do that, Lord? Shall I? Shall I? And this is the thing that when we're serving the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, we don't do anything without the asking the King. Amen. And, and, and he says, shall I? And, and now the situation uh, uh, set itself up. Uh, David's wives and the men's wives and everything had been taken and all of the city, Ziglag, had been burned. And David, you, we knew what the men were ready to do, the 400 men that were following him. But all of them, but David inquired of the Lord. And he just didn't inquire of the Lord at that time. He inquired of the Lord. Lord all along the way. And we're going to see some of these things here as we see the life of David. And we believe that the Holy Spirit is going to reveal and show us things, certainly as we move along the way. This word inquire, first of all, it means to ask. Somebody say to ask. To ask, to request, or even pray. So when we inquire of the Lord, we're asking of the Lord. We're making a request of the Lord, a petition of the Lord. We're praying unto the Lord. And it's good that we all pray, amen. Matter of fact, the disciples over in the New Testament, and I've always liked to say the Old Testament is the foundation, amen, uh, 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 of it. And uh, it's the foundation or it's the root. And the New Testament is the blossom, amen. And so the principles that we learn in the Old Testament, we, we shall see in the New Testament. And Jesus Christ taught his disciples how to pray. He says, when you pray, say. And, and he, he gave them, our Father which art in heaven. That was a type and a pattern of prayer. And we know that. If you've been here in this house, you, you, you know these types of things. Over in Matthew chapter 6, uh, Jesus taught them how to pray. He says, when you pray, go into the closet. Shut the door. Amen. He says, pray unto the God which is in secret. Amen. And the God which is in secretly, amen, he going to reward you openly. Amen. When you pray to him that is in secret, he, you know, the Bible teaches us about having a secret place. Amen. Psalms 91. Amen. About dwelling in the secret place of the most high God. I will abide under the shadow of the almighty. I will say unto the Lord, he is my refuge. I'm telling you, man, there's something about hiding yourself. As Sarah said yesterday in prayer, Sarah said, Pastor, we pray that our pastor hide himself that he may show himself. Amen. And I got up, I made sure I hid myself for a long time yesterday and this morning. Amen. And it's fruitful that we hide ourselves. And David was good at doing this when a decision was upon him. And he won't just move by emotions. Amen. He had to be moved by God. 
And so he encouraged himself, first of all, in the Lord. Number two, he was good at establishing a, a, a godly leadership within his life. He sent the priests, the prophets, whoever was uh, uh, in his life that was ordained by God. David reached out to them. He wanted to hear what the word of the Lord was. But when it came down to it, I mean, he, he did not take that and do not listen to uh, the Lord. But he always took counsel. And he always inquired of the Lord. Amen. So we say the inquiry is to ask, to pray, to make a request, to make a petition. And David done this. Now, what was interesting here in verse 8, we're going to go to some other places. Amen. We're going to be in 1 Samuel, 2 Samuel today. But it says that when he inquired at the Lord, what was interesting in verse 7, he said he asked for the ephah. He asked for the ephah. And the ephah was the, uh, uh, it was the garments in which the priest wore. Amen. The, the priest were when they went into what the presence of the most high God. Amen. So he asked, so he went and asked the priest. Amen. See, he was seeking counsel of the priest. He said, priest, he said, man, bring the ephod. Amen. I don't think David wanted to put it on. David wanted the presence of the Lord. Amen. David said, come on before I inquire of the Lord. I want the presence of the Lord. Amen. And they said that when they when when, when the uh, priest Whenever they put on the ephod, when they put it on, because of the way the the, uh, the garments were set and the stones were set, that how it would lay over the heart. And, and it would say that whenever they went into prayer, they didn't go in prayer for themselves. They always went in prayer, amen, wanting the heart of God for the people of Israel. You know what I'm saying? Wanting the heart, of, not what they wanted, but what God wanted. And that's the way that we must inquire of the God. I shall inquire of the Lord. See, it, in order to say, shall I, I shall. You know what I'm saying? Shall I, amen, shall I go do this? Shall I go do that before? Shall I, I shall. I shall inquire of the Lord. I want everybody to declare that that says, I shall inquire of the Lord. See, this summer that we're running into is a time of transition. And whether you want to make decisions or not, you're going to have some transitions over this time. When them kids get out of school, there's some decisions that got to be made. I mean, not just graduating from college, but graduating, amen, or moving from one grade to another. The school say, we can't deal with them all year, so we're going to give them to y'all for several months. Amen. And then you got to make some decisions in that transition. See, uh, me and Pastor Allen, we already ahead of the curve. We done got smart about this thing. I'm telling you what. So we, we calling a family meeting at our house. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yes, sir. And, 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 we, and look, and we, we done inquired of the Lord. I inquired of the Lord as the head of my household that I need to have a meeting with my children and we need to lay down some things. Amen. Jerrica, this is how we going to operate. Matthew, this is how we going to flow. And Joshua, you've been with us. This is how we going to flow too. Amen. And so our desire is to uh, uh, inquire. We inquire, inquire of the Lord. And I said, Lord, and the Lord said, bring them together. Bring your, bring your family together to include my wife. And we're going to talk about how we're going to uh, be successful uh, in this time of transition. Amen. We, we don't want our house to implode. Amen. Folk fussing with one another because you've been living on your own, doing your own thing. Now you're back in the house. And we're not doing this to get them straight. We're doing this, amen, that we may honor one another. Amen. That we may honor one another and it'll be smooth up in the house. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Because if mama not happy, ain't nobody happy. Amen. So I'm doing this to curve off. I don't want mama not to be happy. You know what I'm saying? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So we're going to see this. Um, uh, but it's so, it's so key to us that we inquire of the Lord. I shall 
inquire of the Lord. Please turn with me to 1 Samuel chapter 23. I'm going to show you here. I want you to see that how David was very uh, keen on being obedient uh, at doing these uh, things here. 1 Samuel chapter 23, uh, look at verse 1. We're going to read a little today, if that's okay with you. Just follow along in the scriptures, whatever um, version uh, or translation of the Bible you have. We're going to all be okay. 23. Verse one, um, this is uh, give you some context. David is on the run. Uh, I, I said something last week. I want to make sure I get it straight. Uh, I said that David wasn't in the military. He, he was he wasn't in the military, what we call today. You know what I'm saying? Where you were called and, and, and you know, you can volunteer to be in the military. Amen. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he got kind of drafted. You know what I'm saying? He, he, he ended up, he just had to be militant. Amen. In our life. And I'm here to tell you as a child of the Lord. Amen. Look, now nah, it ain't, you know, nah, it ain't not. Nah, once you get saved, it ain't no voluntary thing. Once you get saved, you, you are placed in the Lord's army. I'm telling you, cause this thing got to be aggressive. You hear what I'm saying? I'm, cause the enemy is coming at you in a way you got to come back in the same way. Amen. We, we, we must be aggressive with the enemy. We cannot give him any space, any space in our lives, because if we do, he's coming in to take over. He's coming in to take over. So we can't not only give him space in our life, neither in our homes, neither within the church, the local church. We cannot give the devil any space. Look at uh, 1 Samuel chapter 23, verse 1. It says, then they told David, saying, behold, the Philistines fight against uh, Keilah, and they robbed the threshing floors. Now, think about it. David is on the run. He, he, look, he's done been in the cave. Amen. The prophet told him to get up out of the home. He's on the run from Saul. Saul, he just got the word. Saul done killed 85 priests. They in their garments and everything. And he's on the run. And Abathar just came to him. And now, then they told David, saying, Behold, the Philistines fight against Keiliah. Uh, Keliah, and they robbed the threshing floors. Then David, what did he do? Say what? Inquired of the Lord. You hear that? Now, now the enemy, he says, down the Philistine. Now, think about David. David got his own issues going on. He got his own problems going on. And then he finds out there's something happening in the larger family. You know what I'm saying? There's something happening over here. Uh, uh, and they come to him that said, behold, the Philistines, which is the enemy. Amen. The enemy. And anytime we see the enemy anywhere in our realm, you hear what I'm saying, of our responsibility, he cannot stay. And so we see David. So David, what David did what? Therefore, David what? Inquired of the Lord, saying, What shall I? Shall I go and smite the Philistines? And the Lord said to David, What? Go. What I'm saying unto you today, I'm telling you, if you ask the Lord, the Lord was speaking to you. Matter of fact, the scripture tells us, call upon the Lord and he will answer you and he will show you great and mighty things. You know what I'm saying? You, you can inquire of the Lord and the Lord will talk back to you. He will tell you what you need to do. And what I'm saying unto you today, the time and the season that we're living in, look, some of us are old enough, we ain't got no more time to waste and no more time to lose. I ain't got no time to go around this mountain one more time. Now, I got to seek the Lord and inquire of the Lord and I want to hear what the Lord should say. Amen. Shall I inquire of the Lord and my answer is going to be I shall. You know what I'm saying? I shall inquire of the Lord. I don't care how old you are, how young you are. I'm telling you, you can make a wrong move in the Lord and it's going to cost you some years. It's going to cost you some time. It's going to cost you some time. I don't know about you. I'm in a place in my life. I don't have any time to be losing. Amen. Because I'm in the mode now that I shall recover all. 
I shall recover all. I shall recover all. That's the mode that I'm living in, that I shall recover all. And in, in doing this, I must inquire of the Lord because I want to recover everything that he wants me to recover. Not just what I want or what I think is due to me, but I want to recover what, it, what he wants me to recover. Because a part of how I act in my recovery process would be the things that my kids are going to recover, amen, in their lives. You know what I'm saying? The stuff I'm recovering is not just for me, but it's for them as well. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm here to tell you. Woo, Lord. Look at verse uh, 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 two against it. Therefore, David inquired of the Lord, shall I go and smite the Philistines? And the Lord said unto him, what? Go and do what? Smite them, man, the Philistines, and do what? Save Keilah. He said, now save Keilah, because that, that's the whole purpose of me going. He said, the Philistines are, are fighting against him, and they're robbing the threshing floor. He said, the Lord said, go and do it. He said, go and smite them, but save them. Look at verse four. Then David, but look at verse three, I'm sorry. And David's men said unto him, behold, we are afraid here in Judah. Now, David got the word to go. And David wasn't going to go by himself. Now, the men that are with him, they said, look, we're resting here in Judah. We are afraid right here in Judah. Now, you get ready to tell me we get ready to go deal with the enemy, the Philistines? They said, we already afraid. David doubled back and inquired of the Lord. David said, I had to take a double take. <laughs> he said, Lord, you, you told me to go, but I went back to the people, and the people say they are afraid. Now, let me, go, let me go back into you, Lord, and just to make sure, Lord. See, see, cause this, this, this is what you got to listen to. When the Lord tell you to do something, you got to do it. See, see, either, look, look, here, here go the deal. Saul was the people's king. You hear what I'm saying? David was God's king. Uh, yes, sir. And so David went back and the people ain't sounding right. They ain't got the confession of faith. They're not saying that we can do this thing. We're going to go do this. And David is their fearless leader. And they're sitting over here saying, we, we, we shaking. We don't, we don't know. This. So David said, all right, I'm going to go back over here. I'm going to go inquire of the Lord again. Look what he says in verse 4. Then David inquired of the Lord uh, yet again. And the Lord answered him and said, what? Arise and go down to Keliah. He said, look, look, he says, what? He says, for I what will deliver the Philistines in thy hand. See, the, see, here go the situation. The people were looking at the situation in their own strength when David was looking at it in the power of God. He, if he told David to get up and go smite them, David got him and said, we get ready to go. But the people were like, uh-oh. But then David went back to the Lord and David said, I'm telling you, it ain't going to be the people that's going to deliver you. It's going to be the hand of the Lord. I'm going to deliver you. I'm going to deliver you. And so he says, I'm going to deliver these Philistines into thy hand. Look at verse 5. So David said, so David and his men went to uh, Keilah and fought with the Philistines and brought away what? Their cattle. And he smote them with a great slaughter. So David saved the inhabitants of Keliah. See, David was obedient to the way that the Lord told him to do it. He said, now you're going over there and I want you to save them. You're going to find out that King Saul, he wanted to do his own thing. When God told him to do something, he went and did the exact opposite. And that was his issue because we're going to find out that Dave, uh, that King Saul inquired of the Lord and the Bible said the Lord did not answer him. Not more than once. And he, he, he didn't answer him two or three times. And then he turned to trickery. He, yes, sir. He, he turned to the, uh, uh, what you call it, the witchcraft. Amen. He, he turned to, uh, what's that, your horoscope. He turned to these other things because the Lord would not answer him. But we're going to find out why the Lord did not answer him because the Bible says because he did not obey the voice of the Lord. You know what I'm saying? He was not obedient unto the things of God. When you are obedient to the things of God, God will talk to you. He'll talk to you. He'll talk to you. Yes, he will. 
So we see here, let's pick up in uh, verse uh, uh, verse 6 here. And it came to pass when Abathar, who was the, the priest, the son of Ahimelech, he, he fled to David to Keiah, uh, Keilah, uh, that he came down with the ephod in his hand. You see, he got the ephod. <laughs> he got the priest. He said, uh, he, he just fled. He just fled with the 85 priests that got killed. He come down there with them telling them, look, man, he says, David, he said, the Philistines are doing this. And then David sought the Lord. And so he run down there with David at with the ephod. You know what I'm saying? With the presence of the Lord. David inquired of the Lord, and David was always open and receptive to godly leadership and godly counsel. So he wanted that ephod with him. Look what it says here in verse 7. And it was told Saul that David was come to uh, Keilah, uh, and, 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 and Saul said, God have delivered him into my hand, for he is shut up by entering into a town that have gates and bars. Now you hear that? Someone told King Saul that David, David won't the king yet. But, but, but God, you know, he had been anointed king over in his household. See, he was training for reigning. He was ascending. Amen. And when you ascend to the place that God has for you, boy, you're going to have some folks in the way, some situations and some circumstances. You're going to have the enemy within and without. You know what I'm saying? King Saul was an enemy that was within. A king, someone that he was literally serving. You know what I'm saying? Turn his back on him. And now was a danger and a threat unto him uh, because uh, King Saul thought that David was a threat unto him. And so then we find not only that, then you got the Philistines that are after, that's going to be after David as well, after the children of Israel. And so we got a double threat going after him. And David is a smart man. David said, I'm going to inquire of the Lord. Amen. Look at verse. Um, so we see here, Saul, verse 7, Saul, uh, it was told Saul where David was at, that he was down there. And look at verse 8. And Saul called all the people together to war, to go down to uh, Keilah to besiege David and his men. You hear that? So now, now Saul, understand, you got to understand, David has so many opportunities to take King Saul out and never did he. He learned not to touch God's anointing. He knew that that was God. See, because God, see, when, when God's anointed fall out of favor with God, God takes care of his own people. Oh, my God. So we, we think we got to help God out. Now, God will take care of them. Amen. He'll allow calamity to come into their life. Amen. Don't you worry. Look, I've learned not to worry about anybody else but myself. I've learned to KYMS. Turn my radio station to KYMS. Keep your mouth set. Amen. I've learned just to keep my mouth off some people. You know what I'm saying? Amen. Because God going to take care of whatever needs to be taken care of. And my eyes and my heart must stay upon him. So we see here, it says, Saul called the people, said, we're going down here. We get ready to besiege David and his men. Verse 9, and David knew that Saul secretly practiced mischief against him. And he said to Abathar the priest, bring hither what? The ephah. <laughs> Hallelujah. He said, man, bring this thing to me. Bring the ephah. <clears throat> bring the presence, this thing that is worn, that represents the 12 tribes of Israel that the priests wear when they go into the presence of the Lord. Amen. He said, I ain't got to wear it, but it got to be around me. I got to have the priest near me so I can go ahead and hear and inquire of the Lord. Look at verse, uh, it goes on to say verse 10. 
Then said David, then said David, what? Oh, Lord God of Israel. He began to do what? Inquire of the Lord. He had the ephah in the priest. He said, then David said to the Lord, oh, Israel, thy servant have certainly uh, heard that Saul seeketh to to come to uh, Keliah uh, to destroy the city for my sake. Will the men of Keliah deliver me unto his hand? Will Saul come down as thy servant have heard? Now, he asked two questions. He said, now, are the people of this? Now, I don't come and deliver the people. But are the people going to turn me in? Yeah. Then he said, yes, sir. That's the first question he asked. And then he says, will Saul come down thy servant as thou have heard? Look what the Lord said. Oh, Lord God of Israel, beseech thee, tell thy servant. And the Lord said to him, what? He will come down. Oh, my God. <laughs> we told him. He said, Saul coming. Saul coming. But don't, don't. So easy to love him. So easy to love him. You know why it's so easy to love him? Because he shows you before it happens. What kind of God? I mean, we serve a wonderful God. He's not going to let you get ambushed. Not as a child of the most high God. He's going to show. He'll reveal you stuff up in your household. He'll reveal it to you. He'll show it to you. Now, he's not going to keep you in the dark concerning these things. And, and, and so when you sense it, you got to seek him. The Holy Spirit going to show you, amen? And then all you need now is the confirmation. So anytime I sense something, I begin to seek him. Oh, my God. When I sense it, George, I seek him, amen? And it's not me. It's the Holy Spirit showing me something. He says, seek the Lord. The Lord going to give you counsel on that thing. The Lord will show you exactly what it is, exactly where it's coming from. He'll show you the root of it. He'll show you what to do and what not to do. I done testified before this house of some things that the Lord told me. The Lord has told me not to go some places. The Lord has told me to go some places. The Lord showed me one time I was going to be attacked, and he told me to show up for the attack. It was a personal attack on my character, man, on, my, on, on who I was in the Lord. And the Lord said, show up. He said, but what I want you to do is get on the cross and shut your mouth. Oh, my God. He showed me what to do. There was a time a brother wanted me to go somewhere with him, and the Lord showed me that it was going to be an entrapment situation. He showed me if you you would have went, they're going to entrap you down there. And the Lord told me not to go. I called that brother up and told him I wasn't going to go. That brother got so mad with me, man. I'm telling you, he turned a different person up on me. But the Lord had revealed unto me. He says, don't go, son. That's an entrapment down there. They, they, they want to get you down there and set you up. They're going to throw a net over you. No, I'm not talking about a physical net, but they're going to throw a net over me and get me in a situation. What they were trying to do was what he was trying to do was to get me on his turf. And the Lord said, nah, we're not going for that. I'm going to reveal unto you and show you. And this is what the Lord showed me. This is how he showed me. He said, I'd rather for you to stay here and take your son to school than you to go to that hole down there where they wanted, where that guy wants you to go. I'm telling you, it was the wisdom of God. And I'm telling you, I knew it was God. I knew it was clear. And I heard the Lord, and I, and, and, and I called that, until I called that brother, that brother got upset. He didn't manifest the upset at that time. It was two days later, man. He could not figure out why I turned him down. I said, because the Lord told me to. And brother, he got upset with that thing, man. I'm telling you. I mean, just got all, got crazy with it, amen. And the Lord showed me. He said, son, I told you. I t- all I needed you to do was to make that move right there, and you were going to see the manifestation of what you were dealing with. Amen. So I know this to be true. I shall 
inquire of the Lord. Amen. I'm learning this. Amen. The longer I live, that, that I cannot take God for granted. It's almost like Joshua when he went up to get Jericho. And then when he went to Ai, you don't take the same plan that you have for Jericho to attack Ai. Amen. Now, the problem was he inquired, amen, of the Lord. And the Lord gave him a different plan. Amen. About Ai. But what I'm saying unto you is this, is that we got to inquire of the Lord of everything, any impending decisions, any Anything that you got going, inquire of the Lord. Amen. I shall inquire of the Lord. We're talking about the tale of two kings here. And we're dealing with the king, the man that's after God's own heart, King David, right now. So we look here. Where do we leave off at? Amen. Verse verse 12. Amen. Hallelujah. So he said he's going to come down, did he not? In verse 11. Look at verse 12. Then said David with the men of Keiah. Uh, deliver me and my men into the hand of Saul, and the Lord said, they will deliver thee up. You hear that? <laughs> now, what do you think? If you done came down and helped someone, you know, done ambush the ambush, the Philistines, what do you think the people would be on your side and not, not, not let King Saul come take you out? See, but you understand King Saul was over the land. You hear what I'm saying? King Saul, yes, a King Saul was still the king of, of, of Israel here. And so, so, so the, look, so the Lord told uh, David in this, when he inquired of him, he said, yeah, they'll turn you over hotter than, quicker than a pancake can flip. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> look, look, they're going to turn you over. They're going to give you up. So look what he did. Verse uh, 13. Then David and his men, which were about 600, arose and did what? Departed Isla Kila, Kila, and went with the soul. They could go. And it was told Saul that David was escaped from what Keilah and he forbear to go forth. So you see the wisdom of God when you inquire of the Lord and you can get specific with the Lord because David said, I heard that they were coming. And I'm wondering, Lord, is is, is he going to come down here? Because I heard the word that he was coming. Not only that, would they turn me in if he do come? And the Lord said, yeah, yeah, the both of them. And David, with the wisdom of God, David said, I better get my butt up out of here. I'm not hanging around here. Because if I were to stay here, I was going to be taken. I was going to be turned over, and I was going to be taken. But do you know the Bible said David always stay one step ahead of King Saul. Because the wisdom of God, God was giving him the wisdom and he sought the Lord concerning these things him. Now I want you to turn with me um, to uh, 2 Samuel chapter 5, 2 Samuel chapter 5, verse 17. Because uh, that particular, those instances that I gave you, David was on the run. I want you to know that the enemy will still be after you after you have ascended the place that God has for you. Even when you uh, uh, put on your crown and you king, amen, hallelujah, you're going to find out that the enemy is not going to give up. Second Samuel chapter 5, I got to get there myself, chapter 5, and for the sake of time, let's go down to verse 17, 5 verse 17. But when the Philistines heard that they had anointed David king over Israel, all the Philistines came up to seek David, and David did what? Heard of it. Ain't that God good? <laughs> David heard of it. And, and went down to what? To the hole. That David, boy, he, he always keep him a little hole to go to. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that prophet always had to tell him, get out of the hole, David. Get out of the hole. But David, no, he can keep him a little hole he run into. Look at verse 18. The Philistines also came and spread themselves in the valley of Rephraim. It says, and David did what? David did what? 
man, David said the enemy, he go, David, now you got to understand, he's all, he's king of all of Israel now. He look, I'm telling you, he done went to Judah. He went from Judah to Hebron to Hebron to Israel. Matter of fact, they came and made him king. They said David, and but David was anointed to be king from the very beginning. So now he has ascended up and he's sitting king, man. He king, amen, in this thing. And at that time, the Philistines had heard David has ascended. He's the king all of Israel. Now we're getting ready to go take David out now. Because for the, for the enemy, they don't, it don't matter to them who is king. King Saul or King David, we coming to get, we coming to take out God's people. But, but look what he did. He did in verse 19. And David, what? Inquired of the Lord saying, shall I go up to the Philistines? Will thou deliver them into my hand? And the Lord said unto David, do what? Go up for our what? Doubtless deliver. Double D, my God. <laughs> A double D deliverance. He said, I will doubtless deliver what he's saying, brother, don't you even, Frank, ain't no question to ask. I'm going to deliver thee. Go on up. Go on up. That, look, that ain't no question about it. So he said, so, so he, he looked at him here. He says, and the Lord said unto David, go up, for I will doubtless deliver the Philistines into thy hand. You see that? Uh, let's, let's go down here to verse 23. Amen. All over this worth reading here. Uh, verse 23. And when David inquired what of the Lord, he said, thou shalt go up, but fetch a compass. And I'm not going, I'm sorry, not go up. Now, now let's read 20 and 22 so you get some understanding. Because he just didn't change his mind. He was telling him to go up this time. Look at verse 20. And David came to Baal, uh, Baal Pejim, and David smote them there and said, The Lord have broken forth upon my enemies before me as the breach of waters. Therefore, he called the name of that place Baal Perizim. Now, think about this. The enemy may come in like a flood. But the Lord going to what? Raise up a standard against them. You know what I'm saying? And, and look, and then at verse 21, and there they left their images and David and his men burned them. And the Philistines came up yet again. You hear how that enemy come? He'll come with one wave and you think, and the Lord, he'll destroy them. And then here they come again. But the Lord gave him a different battle this time. A different, uh, a different strategy this time. He said, "They we ain't gonna do it like we did this time." He said, "I'm gonna let y'all go hide over into. I'm gonna y'all gonna see the Lord do a marvelous work." Look here, I'm, I'm, what I'm talking about is I shall inquire of the Lord. What you're saying, Pastor? What I'm saying unto you, no matter how small it is, as a child of the King, you need to be inquiring of the Lord. You need to act, and you can get specific with the Lord. Lord, do you want me to do this and you want me to do this? I believe that the Lord thy God will come back and say, I want you to do that and I want you to do that. He'll reveal it unto you. He'll make it plain unto you. And if he can't get it to you, amen, he'll get it to someone else to bring it to you. Amen. He'll, he'll put it in human flesh for someone to talk to you about it and give you the wisdom that you need to have this. Young people, Jericho, you need to hear this. Shall I inquire of the Lord? This ain't no time for you to think about how slick you are, how much education you got, what you have achieved and accomplished. This is a time to turn unto the Lord. No matter who you are, no matter what your situation or your circumstance is, don't never get to a point in your life where I got this. I can take this now. I done got this and I done got that. I can do this. Don't ever get to your place. Now, you, you should always inquire of the Lord. Amen. I shall inquire of the Lord. Why I'm going to inquire of the Lord? Because I shall recover all. And the only way I'm going to recover all is that I got to inquire of the Lord. Amen. They are connected with one another. You ain't going to recover all without inquiring of the Lord. 
Not everything that he has for you. Now, you can go collect your, your, your stuff. You can collect all that you want, but that ain't going to get you what God had, where he wants you to rule in the reign there. Amen? Oh, my God. Amen. Some of y'all going to write me a couple years from now and say, thank you for that word, Pastor. Amen. Hallelujah. Some of you will get it today. Some of you will get it in a couple of years. But, you know, the Bible says that one come to plant, somebody else going to come in water, and God get the increase. You hear what I'm saying? Hallelujah. Verse 23 again. It says, uh, uh, so we see here. When David inquired of the Lord, he heard another wave of them coming. And David said, I'm going to do what I did the last. I'm going to inquire of the Lord. And when David inquired of the Lord, he says, thou shalt go not up or not go up, but fetch a compass behind them and come upon them over against the mulberry trees. He said, now we're going to go up another way. We're going to do this thing another way. And let it be when thou hear the sound of a going in the top of the mulberry trees, that then thou shalt what? Bestir thyself. My God, encourage yourself. Bestir thyself. For then shall the Lord go out, what? Before thee to smite the host of the Philistines. He said, now you get on over here, and you get over here behind the mulberry tree, and when you hear him, when you hear him up there, I want you to come on out. But what I want you to know the Lord going to go ahead of you and take them out. All you're going to do is pick up what's left over. Oh, see, there's some things that you can go up to, but there's other things that God said, no, nah, you just come clean up. You, 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 you just come and pick up. You just come recover all. Amen. You just be obedient to me. Inquire of me. And see, sometimes we step too quick when the God said, no, nah, it's all about timing. Stay right here. Stay right because I'm going ahead of you. Amen. See, the Bible says he go ahead of us to make those crooked things straight, to make the rough areas smooth. He come to do it. And we got to learn how to wait upon the Lord. Amen. So he can renew our strength. Amen. This brother, you got to think about this. David and them probably had to reconstitute themselves. They done come out of a, a battle. And then he hear these boys coming back. We done thought we took them out. Here they come again. And that's just like that enemy. When you think you done took him out, he'll, he'll manifest himself. At a, he'll come in a whole nother way. And the Lord said, I tell you what, nah, uh-uh, y'all, y'all go over there. And you went on, and this is going to be my doing right here. And look what it goes on to say in verse 24. And he says, let it be when thou hear the sound of the goings in the top of the murmuring trees, uh, that then thou shalt bestir thyself. For then shall the Lord go out, what, before thee to smite the host of the Philistines. And David did what? He did so. Yes. David did what? David did so. David was one that did so. I, I want to have the spirit of David when it comes to being obedient to the Lord. And David, and David did so as the Lord, what, had commanded him and smote the Philistines from what, Geba, until the come to the Gazer. I didn't do the maps that I imagined. Looked like he drug them from one side to the other side. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, my God. Amen. So we see here, we understand uh, that David here is being obedient unto the Lord. And some of the things I begin to say, see, the benefits of inquiring of the Lord is that you get a good direction. You, 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 you get a firm direction. And not only do you get direction, but it also uh, produces discipline in your life. See, when you inquire of the Lord, you become a disciple of the Lord. You become disciplined in doing this. What you're saying, Pastor? You, you should be seeking the Lord daily. 
Amen. The Bible says they that seek me shall what? Find me. Amen. We should be seeking him on a regular basis. Amen. The Bible tells us not to worry about what you're going to eat or what you're going to drink, but seek ye what? First, the kingdom of God and all his righteousness and all of these things will be added unto us. So what, what, what I'm saying unto you that we got to be a church that seeks the Lord. Amen. That we are inquiring of the Lord on a regular basis. Amen. If you're husbands and wives, amen. If you're married together and y'all ain't getting up, somebody ain't getting getting up praying. Amen. Don't let them go two or three days without no prayer. Amen. Because if the man go two or three days without the prayer, the enemy get ready to come up in because it was only three days when they were away and he came and took, he come and took zigzag out. David had all the men that were gone for three days. They were gone for three days and the enemy come up. I told you one day without the Lord, amen, you know it. Two days without the Lord, your family will know it. Three days without the Lord, look, all of Walmart will know it. Amen. If you in there, you hear what I'm saying? You, 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 you cannot, if you're a child of God, you cannot not have the Lord of God in your life. Cause what somebody going to do on that third, on that third day, the enemy going to get, he going to get on your last nerve and you going to blow up and you going to wonder where that came from. Nah, it began on day one. It began on day one. It began on day one. Then we blow up for someone and then, then we got to walk back with our head between our legs. Cause you know what the Lord going to tell you to do? You better go get it right. You better, first of all, repent about it and then go tell them that you're sorry. I don't know about you. I done had it happen one or two times. Amen. I know what I'm talking about. Amen. And so we got to inquire of the Lord on a regular basis. Because if we don't, we'll get frustrated with the people that we live with. We get, it'll start in your household. It won't start on the job. It'll start on your, in your household. Things that get uncomfortable. And if it get uncomfortable in your household, you can go to work and fake it till you make it all you want. Sooner or later, brother. Amen. So, yeah, you got to get that thing straightened out, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't run on that line. Sooner or later, the house got to get straightened out. And so we see these things here. But David was someone that the benefits of inquiring of the Lord, you get real direction in your life. You get real direction in your life. And not only that, you become disciplined in the things of the Lord. You will begin to seek him not only for yourself, but you begin to seek him on the behalf of other people. And the Lord will begin revealing his show you. Many times the Lord will show you something in somebody else's life, not for you to go tell them, but for you to pray for them. Because it's not what you're going to do, it's what the Lord wants to do through you. He said, now if you pray in secret, amen, pray until the God is in secret, he will reward you what? Openly. God to do this thing, man. He just said, he said, what, what, doubtless, what was that? Doubtless, the double D there, amen. A double D, amen. <laughs> no doubt. There's no doubt when we go into prayer. So, so we got to be people that pray. But when we pray, we got to have faith. We got to believe that he's going to do what he said he's going to do. We got to believe that. The third thing that the Lord was showing me was that when the benefits of inquiring of the Lord, it builds our determination. It not only gives me direction and it makes me disciplined, but it builds my determination when I can go to the Lord and the Lord will reveal things on me. I'm determined now to do what the Lord called me to do. I'm determined to do this thing because the Lord thy God is with me. He'll never leave me nor forsake me. I'm determined to do what he has called me to do. I'm not just talking about being determined in life, but determined to fulfill, amen, what God has called me to do because he's speaking to me. He, as I inquire into 
to him. He's speaking to me. He's telling me. He's revealing unto me. He's showing me things that I do not understand. I do not know, but he's giving me insight to have oversight. And God would do this for you. I'm telling you, he'll do this for us. Now, let's take a look. We're talking about the tale of two kings. So now that David was God's man. King Saul was the people's choice. And we're going to see now what, what, what goes down here. With uh, uh, We're not going to be able to look at everything on him, but we're going to be able to look at a few things. And we're going to understand what's going down with him. Go with me to 1 Samuel chapter 28, please. 1 Samuel chapter 28. First Samuel 28. Oh, gosh, I want to go some other places, but we're going to do this on honor this time. First Samuel chapter 28. When you get to 28, go down to verse uh, 15. Huh? Yeah, I know. I see it. I see it. I see it. I see it all. I see it all there. I, 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 yeah, yeah, we go get there. The, um, let me say this. Um, um, I want you to, when you take some time, read, in, and this will be in my notes when I post them out there in a couple of days. But uh, you take some time, read 1 Samuel 14. And also 1 Samuel um, uh, 28, but let's go on up to verse 6. Amen. Amen. Sister Kim, she got me up there. Amen. (laughs) Amen. Uh, uh, And then 1 Samuel chapter 13. But 1 Samuel chapter 13 and 14 is where you see the two sins that, um, that King Saul committed against the Lord. He was instructed to do some things, and he went and done counter to what the Lord would have him to do. Uh, uh, number one, Samuel instructed him to to do a particular thing. To wait, Samuel said, "Wait on me, and I'll come." And Samuel and he said, "Well, because Samuel didn't come at the appointed time, he went and got his own sacrifice and went and made a sacrifice for the Lord because he was afraid." He says, "Because the people were scattered, and he was afraid of the enemy and, the, and what the people were going to do. People were scattered, so I gone on and do this thing." And the Bible says, "The minute that he had done it, Samuel was showed up on the spot, and Samuel said, What is this?'" What have you done? He said, what, what have you done? And he said, well, well, we, we were waiting on you. You didn't come when you say you were going to come. So I went on and did it. Man, I'm telling, oh, my God, Samuel, yeah, yeah, we'll do it. We'll do it in a heartbeat. And, and Samuel will end up rebuking him. And this was one of the, these were one of the causes why that when he began to inquire of the Lord, he would not hear of the Lord. He couldn't take instruction well. The the, uh, the other sin, both of these sins were done at Gilgal. The other sin was that that when God had made him king, uh, this is what Samuel was. Samuel said, I to, Samuel told them, he told the people, Samuel said, as long as y'all will inquire of the Lord, as long as you will and keep his commandments, amen, things are going to be well with you. But he says, the minute that you do not do it, it's not going to be well with you. And so God anointed him. See, because Samuel wanted it, Samuel uh, uh, was going to do, Samuel knew what God wanted. But the people, you know what I'm saying? The people, let me tell you something. God will give you what you want. The people say they wanted the king. They wanted the king like everybody else had. And, and God's plan was David. But, th- th- but they weren't waiting on God's timing. You say, God got a time when he going to do what he wanted to do. But no, they wanted to push the time up. And so they wanted the king. God said, all right, we give him Saul. And he gave him Saul. He, uh, Samuel anointed Saul and all of that. But the Bible says that when, when God took his spirit, 
spirit away from uh, 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 King Saul, it grieved Samuel. It says Samuel grieved all night long on this thing. And I remember the Lord saying, how much longer are you going to grieve over this situation? I done, I done made a move. I, look, I already got my man in place. I already done made my decision. So, look, you better get over it because I done got over it. God said, I got over this thing. I done done what I needed to do. I'm going in a whole nother direction now. I'm going to raise up David, who I told you are not from the very beginning anyway. Amen. And so we see these things that he was not obedient unto the Lord, King Saul. Because the thing that he done this time when he became the king, the thought came back up. He says, you remember how the enemy came and took out these people here? And it was the Amicalites. He said that how they came and took out God's people. He said, now I want you and your men, king. I want y'all to go up and take them. And he said, look, he said, I want you to destroy everything. I don't want you to keep nothing, destroy everything. You know what he did? He went over there and destroyed, but he kept the very best for himself. And then when the man of God called him, he says, oh no, we were just keeping that for the Lord. Well, the Lord said, I didn't want anything. I said, destroy it all. Now we're going to keep a little bit of it. Amen. And that was, the, that was the second sin. So he has sinned twice against God and God shifted from that day forward. God shifted on him. So, so <coughs> excuse me, I want you to see this. Uh, let's pick up in uh, 1 Samuel 28 and verse 6 here. It, it says, um, Oh, my God. Look at verse 5. And when Saul saw the host of the Philistines, he was afraid and his heart greatly troubled. Now, the Philistines are coming uh, after him. Now, you got to understand, the Spirit of the Lord has gone off of him. Yeah, yeah, it's over with now. But the enemy don't stop because the Spirit of God. You know what I'm saying? The enemy going to take you out because he come to what? Steal, kill, and destroy. And if you don't watch out, I'm telling you, he would destroy you because you're not obedient unto God. And when, you, when we're not obedient unto God, we open the door to the enemy. And he comes in, boy, he's coming in to take you out. Look here at verse 5. It says, and when Saul saw the host of the Philistines, he was afraid and his heart greatly trembled. Amen. And when Saul, what? Inquired. Saul did what? Inqu he inquired just like that. A tale of two kings. He inquired the same way David did. It says, and when Saul inquired of the Lord, the Lord, what? Answered him not. Neither by the dreams or by Urim nor by the prophets. Man, he won't get anything from anywhere. Brother, oh my God, when the Lord stopped talking to you, well, it, there's danger in the camp. Let's look at verse 7. Then says Saul unto his servants, seek a woman, oh my God, that have a what? A familiar spirit, amen, that I may go to her and what? Inquire of her. See, oh my God, see when you, this is it, when we get disobedient, when we don't do what God tells us to do, and then the heat get on us, and then we do what when the heat get see when you're I'm not gonna I'm gonna do what I want to do, but then the heat get on me. And then you want to come and run to the Lord. The Lord not obligated to hear you. Matter of fact, he told look, so I'm done. I'm not even listening to him. And so so when that happens, look what he did. He turned around, he said, Now go find me a woman. Go find me a woman with a familiar spirit that I may inquire of her. Now, check this out. Now, King Saul had to disguise himself. 
You know what I'm saying? He had to disguise himself because King Saul, had, a true king, he had already put the idiot out. We killing anybody and everybody that's soothsaving, that's divining, that, that's in it. Look, look, but we couldn't handle that today, could we? If the prophet would stay up and say, we going out of here, we shutting down every, we shutting down everything. We going to stand up in front of everything. We going to, and we did that here at this church. That little, uh, uh, the lady used to have her hand, the palm reader. We still, when we used to do our prayer walks, we went out there and stood. We prayed two or three times. And that place does not exist, not locked down there any longer. It's no longer, the hand and everything gone. You used to have a big hand sitting in the front yard, right down Montgomery Road. And we rubbing down, we, so we pleaded the blood. I'm telling you, we stood, Lord. We knew that this is not your, your, your wisdom and your counsel for anybody. So we see the man of God. He doesn't. He, he no longer listening to God, mother. He no longer. He doing his own thing now. He done sinned against God more than one time. But, but I'm to God is so graceful and good and merciful unto us, man. I'm so grateful. I'm, he's so easy to love. Yes, he is. But in this situation here, he he disguises himself, and he tells the servant to go get the woman. <coughs> and the woman said, "What you want?" He said, "I need to talk to somebody." Samuel had already died. Because Samuel was the last human thing that he could connect to and say, I need to get back to Samuel. Samuel would not only represent the, the prophet, but the priest as well. I need to get back to Samuel because Samuel was brought up by Eli. But Eli had some crazy sons that God had to deal with Eli and his sons. You know what I'm saying? But still raised up Samuel because of the faithfulness of a mother called Hannah. Han oh, happy Mother's Day. Uh, Hannah was faithful. You know what I'm saying? Hannah was faithful. And because of her faithfulness in a dying, dark situation, God still stood by his lady. God still gave her the promise. She said, Look, she made a vow to the Lord. Lord, if you do this, I'll do that. I didn't, I wanted a child, didn't have a child. If you give me a child, I'll dedicate him to the things of the Lord. And God raised up Samuel with a perverted priest and a perverted household. His sons won't listen. His sons sleeping with the women of the church. Oh my God, I'm telling you, man, you, we think this stuff strange that we hear today that's happening in church. It's been happening all along. Just get in that word and you'll see it. You will see it. But, 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 but it says here that, so now he goes to try to inquire of the Lord. He's not listening, so he's going to disguise himself. Because and this is what the woman with the familiar spirit said. Don't lie to me. He said, don't you know? Don't you know that the king has already put out an edict that, that this ain't good any for me, any of this going on. And so he done dropped so low now that the things that he did not believe in, now he turning to. You know what I'm saying? Because he wants to speak to, uh, to Samuel. Samuel done went on to be with the Lord. So, so all of a sudden, the woman, she does her little thing. She does her familiar spirit thing. And then he said, what you see? She said, I see an old man. And, and, and what came up, and Samuel came up, and Samuel asked him, man, what you want with me, man? What you want with me? Hey, and when he asked, he said, I want to know why the Lord ain't talking to me any longer. Look, let's look at this in the scripture here. What, am I, what I do with my glasses? Oh, praise the Lord. Thank you. <laughs> I got to read this. I'll tell you, man. Look what he says here. Let's pick this up. Uh, look at verse 9. And the woman said unto him, Behold, thou knowest what Saul have done, how he would cut off those that have familiar spirits, and the wizards out of the land. Wherefore then left thou a snap for my life to cause me to die? She said, What you doing, man? Don't, don't, don't set me up like this. 
And Saul swore to her by the Lord. She had an inkling in her spirit that, boy, who is this? This I think this is somebody that's going to have me to die. And Saul swore to her by the Lord, saying, as the look how you hear it on. He swam by the Lord, as the Lord liveth. As the Lord liveth, there shall no punishment happen to thee for this thing. Then said the woman, whom shall I bring up unto thee? And she said, bring up Samuel. And when the woman saw Samuel, she cried with a loud voice. And the woman spake to Saul, saying, why have thou deceived me? For thou art Saul. She said, you're Saul. Why you do this to me, King Saul? She ain't calling him king anymore. You Saul. And said, and the king said unto her, be not afraid, for what saw thou? And the woman said unto her, I saw God descending out of the earth. And he said unto her, what form is, is he of? And she said, old man cometh up, he is covered with a mantle, and, and, shepherd, uh, 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 and Saul perceived that it was Samuel. And he stooped with his face to the ground and bowed him up. And Samuel said to Saul, why have thou disquieted me to bring me up? And Saul answered, I am sore distressed, for the Philistines make war against me, that old enemy, and God is what? Departed from me, and answered me no more, neither by what? The prophets, nor by dreams. Therefore, I called unto thee. So, so God will talk to you what? By the prophets? By dreams? He'll come and talk to you directly? He'll, give you, he'll come by the way of the priests? God will speak to you. It, it, look, he said, now I have called thee that thou may have what? Make known unto me what I should do. Now here goes Samuel. with them been conjured up. Conjured up. A familiar spirit. Then Samuel said, wherefore then doeth thy acts of me? Seeing the Lord is departed from thee and has become thy enemy. He said, man, the Lord has departed to you and he done become your enemy now. He said, and the Lord have done to him as he spake by me. For the Lord have rent or torn the kingdom out of thy hand and given it to thy neighbor, even to David. Now, he got the reason right here. Because thou obeyeth not what? The voice of the Lord. You hear that? Now, why are you going to inquire of the Lord if you ain't going to obey the voice of the Lord? But if you're going to recover all, you got to inquire of the Lord. But if you're going to inquire of him, you better be ready to do. I don't care how it feels. I don't care what it looked like. Amen. As long as it lines up with his word, you got to be ready to do it. Oh, my God. He says, because thou obeyest not the voice of the Lord, nor executed his fierce wrath upon what? Ahimelech. Amalek. Therefore, have the Lord done this thing unto thee this day. He said, because you did not obey the voice of the Lord. And these were things that Samuel told in the beginning. He said, the Lord will be with you as long as you obey his voice and do his commandments. And that's what he did not do. He did not obey the voice of the Lord. Neither did he keep his commandments. And because of this, the, the, the hand of the Lord went off of him. I'm telling you what, man, that, that, that is one, that is my greatest fear. Yes. Yes. <coughs> that the present, that's what, this is why I understand David now. Because when David sinned with Bathsheba and over there in Psalms, is the Psalms, Psalms what, 50, somewhere over there. Psalms says, David says, create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a what? A right spirit in me. 
I'm telling you, I've been there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I ain't, I ain't committed no adultery. It ain't got to be no adultery before you go there. Amen. I mean, when you do anything that you know that that is not the God's very best for you, amen. Yeah, you need to, yeah, you, the first thing, yeah, you don't need to get, nah. I tell them, creating me a, that's something. See, see, th- th- this is how the Pharisees was trying to tell them to do, and, and Jesus had to straighten them out. Uh, 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 Jesus was teaching them about how to honor the mother and the father, and then he took them a little deeper, and, and he says this. He says, it's not what goes into a man that defiles a man, but it's what comes out of a man, out of the heart of the man. Out of the heart flows what the issues of life. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth will speak. And if you speak it, you're going to do it. You know what I'm saying? And this is why David said, create in me a clean heart, oh God, and renew a right spirit on the inside of me. Give me, a, give me another heart. Give me another. And then he said, look, when you do that for me, he said, I'm going to convert them. I'm going to teach other people about your ways and stuff like that because you've been so good to me. And David knew the goodness of God. And when he, when he offended God, when he did not listen to the voice of God, when he did not do his commandments, he, he turned his back and he went back to the Lord. See, this is the difference between the tale of two kings. One had a repentant heart and the other one didn't. That's, this, this is the secret of it. How, how did God keep talking to me? Because you're going to mess up. Just go and just get that straight. You, you, you ain't perfect, amen, but, the per, but you trust and you, the, the perfect one lives on the inside of you. So in and of your own self, you ain't going to be perfect. That's why you got to keep trusting and depending upon the Lord. The Lord is my strength, amen. You got to trust him. He is my shepherd, the good shepherd, the great shepherd, the chief. All of that comes real to you when you start trying to live life outside of God. And then, as long as you live outside of God, you're going to find yourself, I'm telling you, doing things your own way, not obeying the voice of the Lord and not keeping his commandments. I'm not talking about just the 12 commandments. The Bible said, if you look, if you miss one of them, you miss them all. Amen. We, we can't keep them, but he can. Amen. So this is about making Jesus Christ what? Lord of our lives. Amen. I shall inquire of the Lord. Amen. Before I do anything. I'm going to inquire of the Lord. So you got to ask yourself today, the tale of two kings, which kingdom I'm going to be? <laughs> what spirit is going to dwell on the inside of me? Am I going to be led by the spirit of God or I'm going to be led by a familiar spirit? And I'm here to tell you, if you're not being led by the spirit of the most high God, you will seek something. Other than that, and it'll be a familiar spirit. It'll be something that you're familiar with. It'll be the old thing that you go back to. God had to kill Samuel or let Samuel die for a reason. Samuel Samuel went where he was supposed to go. But God had to put him in the dirt for a reason. You know what I'm saying? And so some things are removed out of our lives so we can't go back there. He went back to conjure up something God had already dealt with. You know what I'm saying? And then he got what he was looking for. He done told, look, Samuel told him the same thing that he told him from the beginning. If you will not obey the voice of the Lord and obey his commandments, he shall depart from you. And that's exactly what God does. You know what I'm saying? See, some of us don't want to have the prophet's voice in our lives. Because the prophet going to tell you not what you want to hear, but what you're going to hear. Amen. The prophet going to tell you what God is saying. Amen. Hallelujah. I ain't saying I'm the prophet. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying anyone with that prophetic gift, a true prophet of God, is going to tell you what you need to know. And they're going to always be on God's side. Amen. There's a lying prophet, a lying, all of that out there is lying. 
And we don't want that spirit. We want the spirit of the Lord. Amen. Can we get an amen? We're going to pull up off of this for now. Amen. Let's put our hands together. Give God some praise. Amen. Let's give God some praise. I don't know about you, but I shall inquire of the Lord. You know, when they were singing and praising worship, y'all guys can come on up. Uh, Brother Charles, if you can come get this chair, brother, please. I was thinking about this. Um, I had the end in mind when I heard the song, He's So Easy to Love. Um, And I came up and and this was my heart's cry, and I want this to be your heart's cry. Lord, I want to be used to the degree that I'm so easy to love. <laughs> what you saying, Pastor? Um, if we're true and honest with ourselves many times, we, we recognize that we don't have it all together. Our spirit can be tainted sometime we could be jealous and envious of other people we're human and we have this human nature on the inside of us and these are real feelings and these feelings come up in us it don't mean that we have to act on them but they come up in us and as y'all were singing I'm not going to ask you to sing that song you sing what you're going to sing but what I'm saying is my, my prayer was that, Lord I want I want to be like Jesus. I want to be so easy to love. I want to step into a conversation and it don't end up being about me and what I've accomplished and what I've done. I just want to get, I just want to enter into other people's lives and to, to love on them just for who they are. Not because of what they got and where they're going and, and all of that. I don't want to. I don't want to be flowing in circles where where I got to try to be the big dog or or, or I'm competing or whatever. God, I just want to be so easy to love. Well, I, I just want to go into a circle. I don't want people to say he's so easy to love. He's so easy. She's so easy to love because they're not. We're not coming with an agenda. We're not coming with with with, with this and that or the other. We're coming with the spirit of the Lord. And the spirit of the Lord says, I have become all things to all people that I might gain some. Yes, <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm telling you. We got to go out of here today. The tell of two kings. You want to have the spirit that David had upon his life? Or do you want to have the spirit that King Saul had? I know what you want. We want the spirit of the Lord. Amen. Let's sing this song, man. Hallelujah.